no cooling off. There are all kinds of vitamins, drugs, and preventative inoculations. Some are taken daily, some weekly, some annually, and so on. It all depends on the nature of the condition and the potential medical threat. Verbiederman points out that this is the same in spirituality. Yom Kippur is only necessary annually to purify us of our sins for a year's time. And the same with the joy of Sukkot and the feelings of freedom that emanate from Pesach. Shabbos is required weekly to force us to rest and recall God's creation of the world in six days and resting on the seventh. But the exodus from Egypt, which, which reminds us that God not only granted us national independence, but that we are governed individually by Hashkacha Pratis, is necessary for us to repeat daily, keeping it hot in our minds, since it is so easy to forget that everything that happens to us is directly from heaven. No cooling off. God rescued us from Egypt then, and he is with us every minute of the day today as well. If we don't constantly remind ourselves of this each and every day, it is like a cup of coffee on the table cooling off. As long as the water is on the fire, even a small flame, the water remains hot. As soon as it is removed from the fire, it starts cooling off. We must keep it on the fire to remain hot. And we must remember each day to believe in Ashkacha Pratis, lest we forget. No cooling off. Even when tragedy and heartbreak hit us, we must remember that all is for our ultimate good and benefit. Moshe Rabbeinu had his speech crippled as a young boy in Pharaoh's palace. The famous Medrash tells us the story of how Paro dabbled with his adopted child Moshe, allowing Moshe to playfully remove Paro's royal crown and place it on Moshe's own, Moshe's own head. The king's astrologers warned him to have Moshe killed because they foresaw in Moshe's playfulness that in the future Moshe would indeed usurp Paro's power. One advisor, Yisro, argued that Moshe was but a child whose actions had no long-term effect. Yisro suggested testing the boy by offering him a choice of hot coals or gold. Choosing the hot coals would prove that the child is silly and harmless. When the test was administered, Moshe naturally opted for the gold, but God sent the angel Gavriel who forced Moshe's hand to take the hot coals which he burnt his tongue with. Moshe's injury, a speech impediment, was his savior since choosing the gold would have resulted in his being put to death. Moshe could have complained that he lost the gold, got burned, and lost his speech, but the truth was that he survived and became the great Moshe Rabbeinu only because he was burned. We humans cannot always see the direct connection, but often what seems like failure or tragedy is really our salvation, like the European rabbi in pre-war Lithuania, who lost out in his bid to get a local rabbinic position and was forced to emigrate to America to earn a living. He lost out on the job, but he was saved from the Holocaust. I have no knowledge of heavenly intent, but I often think that terror attacks that we face occur to remind us of what our enemies really are and what they would do given the chance. The same is true of October 7th. Horrific and tragic as it was, it woke us up as we had all fallen asleep. Perhaps God inflicted us painfully in order to ultimately save us. Shabbat Shalom.